Hey there, friends. Welcome to the CFC Leadership Podcast, where we focus on everything campus ministry, college ministry, and young adult ministry related. Whether you're already working in one of these ministry areas, thinking about starting a ministry, or you just have a burden for this age group, this podcast is meant just for you. I'm your host, Kyle Austin, and now it's time to join with us in today's conversation. What about the international students on your local college campus? Sometimes this may be one of the either uh, most neglected mission fields or maybe overlooked or maybe just not even understood. I can remember when we went to Appalachian State University many years ago, about 10 years ago, to begin a campus ministry there. And I uh, had a burden before that to go to Mexico to the mission field. And God just kind of redirected our, our steps and led us into campus ministry. And here I landed in America on American soil and was just kind of confused at first about, why, wow, Lord, do you put this burden in my heart for missions, specific for uh, Mexican people, their culture, you know, trying to be down in Mexico somewhere. And it wasn't but a couple years later after doing ministry there that my eyes were opened tremendously to what may be the greatest mission field that God has given the local church here in America, and it's the international students who walk on the college campus. If you want to look at it this way, really the world has landed on the campuses of America for 13 straight years in a row. Think about that. The international student population hit record highs each year with well over a million students studying here in America. Now, we had one year where the statistic went a little bit lower uh, due to COVID, but that was the uh, trend, if you will, just progressively getting uh, higher enrollment, higher in enrollment, and higher in enrollment. Uh, the campuses I have researched personally, I find anywhere from 30 to 140 different countries represented on those campuses. That is not 30 to 140 international students. That is 30 to 140 different countries from around the world that send their nation's leaders here to America to study. A few of those leading countries are China, South Korea, India, uh, Saudi Arabia. And when you think about these uh, international students, where they're coming from, they're coming from what we would refer to as the 1040 window or what we would refer to as the least evangelized section of the world. And that's where the vast majority are these, of these young people are coming from. And so I just want you to take with me just a moment to think about the international student who comes here to America. Imagine with me that you have uh, had this dream to pursue your education, you desire to pursue that education at a whether it be a prestigious Ivy League school in America, whether it be a state college, whether it be a community college. And so you uh, do all the paperwork, you get your uh, admission sent in, and you are approved. And so now you fly 2,000, 4,000, 6,000, 7,000 miles away from home, from family, from friends, and you land in this strange place called the United States. Some people land in big cities like Raleigh, like Charlotte, Atlanta. Uh, some people land in small cities uh, like Boone, North Carolina. Uh, some of the smaller cities down in the south that still have universities. Uh, but when you land there, this is new culture. It's new people. It's new territory. Uh, so just imagine if, with me, if you will, how are you feeling as you step off the plane? You know some English, not a lot, but you know enough to be able to communicate and do school. Uh, they're going to have somebody who's going to pick you up and transport you either to a dorm or an apartment. 
And there you sit. You Now you're on campus. New culture, new place. You don't know where you're at. Many times you don't have a car or vehicle to get you from point A to point B. How do you feel right now? Lonely may be a way you would describe it. Uh, intimidated, nervous, anxious, excited. You know, here you are, your, your dreams coming true, or maybe, maybe you never wanted to leave home, but you know this is what your parents or what uh, you have decided you want to do to pursue that education that you wanted. And so I'm just trying to get you in the shoes and the minds and hearts of international students. And so when holidays come, many times they cannot go back home. So they're here for Thanksgiving, for Christmas, New Year's. Uh, you can imagine you're here alone. You didn't come with friends. And so you're instantly want to make friends, but you've also got to find out how to do normal stuff. How do I get medicine? How do I get to the grocery store? All this food is different. I mean, you think about the cultural difference in food. Uh, how are they going to be able to eat and learn and all these different things? There's so many different things that go in to the mind and heart of an international student uh, here on American Soul. And so I just want you to see their mind, their uh, uh, situation, if you will, uh, where they're at, what's going on, but then realize the opportunity that you and I have to be uh, to minister to them. Uh, whether it be to get the gospel to them, whether it be to serve them, whether it be to be a friend, whether it be to be a community. Uh, I can remember sitting uh, in a uh, group, and uh, it's one of, one of the groups that has a CFC ministry in Tennessee. And I was talking to an international student who had been here for a couple of years and was just trying to learn about him and asking questions, learning about his family, his culture, so forth. And I remember him sitting there, and you know, there's a decent-sized group there, uh, that evening, and he looked out and said, look, this is my family. And he was pointing to all the young adults and college students there within that local church ministry and the campus ministry. But for him, that had become his family. And so I want us to just consider uh, the international students who walk on your college campus. And we're going to talk about in our next episode uh, ways we can minister to them. And when we're saying this, you don't have to be a uh, campus ministry. You can, and that can increase or help um, uh, push forward the ministry that you can have, but you can be as an individual, you can be as a church in the town without the uh, full-scale campus ministry. You still can reach in and be a uh, true help, true impact, and truly minister to these international students. As we can still consider the thought, what about these international students? I said the different countries that they're coming from. I mean, think about what God is doing. Many of these countries, we would say, are closed or restricted to missionary efforts. If I said, what do you think about Iran? Is it a closed or restricted country to missionaries from America coming in? What about South? I mean, North Korea? What about China? And I understand when I'm saying these countries, no country is completely closed off because there is underground works going on, but they're not exactly saying, come on in, Christian missionaries, evangelize our people. And so when I say countries like this, and you begin to think, yeah, they're hostile, they're, they're restricted, or some of them are closed to missionary efforts, but when you see what God is doing, he's selecting their nation's leaders, or those countries are selecting their nation's leaders. They're sending them here to America to study for one year, two years, four years, five years, whatever the case may be. They land here in American soul from countries that are restricted, hostile to missionary efforts. But yet their nation's leaders are landing here. Did you know that the king of Jordan studied in America? Did you know that the former prime minister of Israel studied in America? Did you know the president of China 
studied in America, the former vice president of Afghanistan, the former president of Honduras and Chile, and I can go on and on and on in the list of world leaders who have studied in America. And I often have thought, what if we had reached the president of China, the president of Honduras, or these other countries with the gospel while they were here? Would that president of China not have gone back to that secular, atheistic uh, country and permeated it with a biblical worldview? You say, well, Kyle, that's big thinking. Yeah, but the gospel is big. The power of God is big. The Bible tells us that uh, the gospel is the power of God unto salvation to both the Jew and the Greek. It doesn't matter your background. It doesn't matter what country you come from. The gospel has that power. And so I wonder right now on your college campus, what world leader is studying? What international student from another country that's going to be a leader in their uh, government, that's going to be a leader in uh, some of their high influential uh, companies, be CEOs of companies and so forth. They have major influence. I wonder which one is walking on your college campus now. There are some for sure. And so as you think about ministry to international students and you think about missions, uh, what you can think about is as being a person in America whether you're a campus minister, whether you are a church member, whether you are whatever you are, with the intentionality to go to the college campus and to reach international students, you have the ability to be a multinational missionary right here in America. Meaning you have the ability to not reach just one country, but many countries. And that's where God really opened my eyes up when we were there at Appalachian State University uh, that I felt like I had i gotten the short end of the stick, if you will, because I was not able to go to Mexico to be a missionary. But then God opened my eyes and said, look, not only am I going to allow you to be a missionary to American boys and girls, young, uh, young adults, I'm going to allow you to be a missionary to countries like Mexico, to countries like China, Saudi Arabia, Iran, uh, Iraq, Jordan. Think about that. Right here in America, without ever raising support, without leaving the comforts of your home, you have the ability to be a multinational missionary. You know, Jesus told us to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He told us how to do that in Acts 1.8. Be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem, in Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the earth. If I could share with you like this, we have a CFC ministry down at Florida State University. Been going for five or six years strong. Uh, when I researched that campus not too long ago, I found out this. There are students who attend that school from Tallahassee, Florida. That's where the school is located. There are students who attend that school from Leon County, uh, the county that the school resides in. There are students who attend that school from all 67 counties in Florida, all 50 states in the United States. And when I researched it, there was over 130 different countries from around the world. You say, what are you saying? What I'm saying is you have the ability to fulfill Acts 1-8 in its entirety. You have students who are from Jerusalem, from Tallahassee, from Leon County that are attending. You have students who, as we go out into Judea, that are in the 67 counties of Florida, the 50 states of the United States, Samaria, and then the uttermost parts of the earth, the 130 to 40 different countries from around the world that study there. So think about the opportunity that God has given us. And knowing this opportunity, you and I must do something about it. 
We can't just know the door is there and the opportunity is there and not make use of it, not seize that opportunity. So in order to reach these students, you and I are going to have to be very intentional. It's not going to happen by accident, right? And so we want to share in the upcoming episodes specific ways that you, whether you're a campus minister, you have a full-scale campus ministry, whether you are a local church in the area and you say, look, we, we would like to get involved some way, or you're an individual and you say, I just want to get involved on an individual basis. We're going to share some specific ways that you can be involved in ministering to international students. So join with us in the next episode. Thank you for taking the time to listen. We hope this podcast has been helpful to you. If it has, please share it with a friend or you can subscribe to stay up to date on the latest episodes. You can connect with Collegians for Christ online for more information and resources at cfccampusministry.com.